Hello and welcome back to Morning Cup of Podcast. Now this one is a little bit different in the fact that I'm going to be talking about grief and songs that have helped me process my own grief. And this is in light of National Grief Awareness Week, which runs this week from the 2nd to the 8th of December. It's a really poignant week and it's something I feel very strongly about as Youth Ambassador for the Good Grief Trust. So I'm going to run you through three artists like I did last time but they are not necessarily new releases. They've just songs that I've really connected with over the years and have, yeah, I just love them. Um, and the, the lyrics and the words I find really beautiful and, and poignant and powerful and quite cathartic. So I'm going to start with this first band called Bear's Den. Now I'm going to play you their song straight away and then we can go from there. So this is Above the Clouds of Pompeii by a band called Bear's Den. Just don't cry, hold your head up high She would want you to, she would want you to I think that song is just beautiful. I can only play 10 seconds for copyright. So if you have the chance to go and look these guys up and find the song Above the Clouds of Pompeii, I would thoroughly recommend it. They cover some themes in there that... I think are really universal to grief and and things that people don't naturally talk about but they should and listening to that music just takes me straight back to when I was like a couple years down the line maybe not even a couple years like you know in the heart of the storm so my dad died seven years ago but you know it's music like that that kind of takes you straight back to what you were feeling and what you were thinking and I remember and a lot of you will probably feel the same is that grief gets you in the night you know uh, it's when you go to bed it's when you shut your eyes that you finally get a chance to think about things and when you're really in a dark place that's not necessarily a good thing um, but for me music was my saviour and whenever I was in those moments I, I put music on and either it would allow me to embrace those feelings and, and cry out and do whatever I needed to do, or it would allow it, like it would be a form of escapism and I could get away with it. And I think that's why music's so beautiful and it's so powerful. And um, I mean, Morning Cuppa was in, invented as such to kind of bring that joy, that escapism each morning. But I mean, there is another side to music and that is, well it's not the other side it's just music can make you really happy or it can make you really sad and each thing is perfectly valid and exactly what music's designed to do so normally I'm really upbeat and happy but this one feels like it needs to be a little bit the other way but rightly so so there are things in in the song that I just love to pull out like there's so many different interpretations about what this song means and I th- and I think a song, once it's released, it becomes yours. Uh, Ed Sheeran said that he said, once I release a song, it's no longer mine. It's individual to every single person that listens to it because it means something unique to everybody. One of the like most common associations with this song is it's about a boy that's lost a parent or a mother. And it's, a, it's about him kind of understanding it and going through it and the the main chorus is don't cry hold your head up high she would want you to and I think that's a really poignant lyric I mean I remember I'd listened to this when I was really upset and and I would physically hold my head up and go breathe you're okay and and that's the thing like people say all the time it sounds really cliche but they the person that you've loved and the person that you've lost wouldn't want you to be sat here 
feeling miserable and you know crying all the time and I think it's natural that you do but they they wouldn't want that of course they wouldn't because they loved you and they wouldn't want to see you upset so there's something in it where you go deep breath head up it's not what they want they'd want me to be happy so come on let's let's be happy so I think that's a really important lyric there's another thing that's like uh, with roses red come lilies wine it's about that whole um love to death thing so roses are associated with love and lilies are associated with funerals and death um and it's kind of just the circle of life isn't it that it is that is the way the cookie crumbles and i mean as a society we're so switched off from grief and death because it's something that scares us it terrifies us and it's become such a big thing that we can't tackle it you know you think of someone close to you dying and you physically shut down and go oh god no i couldn't possibly think of that so I won't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna think about it. And then when it actually happens, it's such a big thing that you've put in a box and, and buried under several rugs <laughs> that it's really hard to deal with. And I think that is a, a national problem that we're facing. And I think COVID's forced us to kind of confront the box. And there's also another line that I want to go through before I go into the next song, which was, I was too young to understand. And I think there's also a bit when you're an adult and you have moments where you sit back and you go, what did that? did that really happen has is this is this true is this and then you pinch yourself a little bit and then you're kind of taken straight back and you go oh yeah that did happen but again it's this music that allows you to explore all those feelings and those avenues and I think that's really important and yeah Bears Down for me were the kind of band that allowed me to heal allow me to start to heal and they're the one band that I would really signpost to anybody that's struggling with grief moving on to the next song and this is a bit more I mean upbeat is a funny word because we are talking about grief and bereavement and death but um, the next song is by Professor Green and Rag and Bowman with the song Photograph and again it's those sort of themes that people you don't realize until you've lost someone how important photographs are so i'm going to play the song again it'll only be 10 seconds just because of copyright issues but i would thoroughly like recommend going and listening to the song for yourself um typing in the lyrics into the internet and seeing what they actually say because they're really really poignant and if you've experienced a loss they'll resonate really strongly with you so this is photographs by Professor Green featuring Rag and Bowman. But I hate looking at pictures of you because it hurts. With stepped eye to more photographs of us. Said goodbye, now our love's collecting dust. I think that's an absolutely beautiful song and for several reasons. I think the lyrics hit home. Professor Green is a massive um figurehead for bereavement and loss and showing that there's light at the end of the tunnel you know the road might be rough but you'll be okay do you know what I mean he's he's very much a figurehead for that um whether he'd think so or not and the lyrics just they hit different you know they this is from somebody that gets it and there's always that thing that's like is you have to talk to people that understand because if you've never experienced a loss and, and I'm very pleased that people who've not experienced the loss don't know what we're talking about in a sense, because it's not nice. Um, but you do have to talk to people that get it, which is why 
you know i'm doing this podcast this is why i'm talking about this so openly and frankly and this is why the good group trust try and extend their support to as many people as possible because we all have to support each other in the club that nobody really wanted to join there's a few themes that are brought up in this song that i know are really problematic for myself and they and therefore they probably are to other people but it's that big thing of like just a memory of you is not enough and and I remember being so angry when dad died that that's all I was left with I felt robbed like utterly robbed like how how at the age of 15 were 15 years of memories meant to last me a lifetime and considering you can't remember the first three years of your life anyway that's just not fair <laughs> that's the big thing with grief is you have a whole thing where you're like this isn't fair like why me and it's true I still feel that now like a memory isn't enough and it never will be but I'm grateful for the memories I'm so grateful for the memories because that's what keeps him alive in my head in 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 the space that I exist that's what keeps him alive and and um you know there's another lyric that says I hate looking at pictures of you because it hurts I really remember this at the beginning. I couldn't look at any photos. There's something in your head like death alters your reality completely. And if you look at a photo of someone that's dead, it's, I was about to swear, it messes with your mind because you're staring at this picture where they look so alive. And in the back of your head, you just go, but they're dead. And it's weird. And then you look at the photo and you go, they had no idea in that moment what would what the future held and nobody in that photo did and especially if it's captured such a happy moment it leaves you longing for that happiness and and to go back in time you know another lyric in the song i wish i had a time machine i think we all do and bereaved or not i think that's one thing that people are bad at is you know we want we want time to go back we want to relive things um yeah so the final point that i want to go over in that song is what about the memories we forget what about them the memories we've lost now this is a really hard subject for me and i normally portray such the like such a strong front and i think anyone will know this that you have an acting mode you have a put the shield on and the rehearsed lines and you know I can quite easily say yes my dad died when I was 15 of a rare blood cancer and I'm a youth ambassador for the good grief trust and we believe in hope and happiness and these are lines that I've been saying since I was 16 and I know them and they don't hurt to say anymore but today I'm going to give you me this is raw me this isn't I haven't planned this I haven't scripted this this is this is um unedited but i think it's important you know one of the big things that the good grief trust is share your story because your story could be someone else's hope so yeah moments that we forget memories that we lost is such a a big thing for me in fact i spend a lot of my time worried that that i've forgotten things that i will forget things like that is my worst nightmare that uh, at 30 I'll turn around I'm 22 now at 30 I'll turn around and go I, I can't remember I, I, yeah and that's a really that's a really scary thought because they do only exist in, in your imagination now and the way to keep them alive is to talk about them and, and that, that cements the memories to be fair but 
I've constantly been reassured by people who have experienced death and, and are further down the line than I am, that that's not a problem that you will never forget. And I know that deep down. I mean, how could I? He's so integral to my life and he's such a defining feature for me that I don't think I ever could, but it's that fear that it might happen. The final song, and I'm going to do this this podcast at 180 because it seems very melancholy and I don't feel like my, my usual bubbly self. Um, but this last song is actually one of my ultimate songs. It's my one of my favourite songs and it's called Glorious by Macklemore. Now, anyone of my generation will know like Ceiling Can't Hold Us like Macklemore is he's on it for like the good party vibes bringing up the good vibes and on the flip side to grief I feel incredibly lucky to have had the life that I've had and to have the experiences that I've had and to have the dad that I had um, or have I mean he's still my dad there's a phrase that says I wouldn't wish bereavement on my worst enemy but I would wish my perspective on the world and I fully believe that I'm a better person because of it like I know that's that's jarring for some people and that sits weirdly especially if you're at the beginning like if you told me that year one I would have been like sod off yeah I don't know how else to describe it I just feel lucky I feel lucky to have known him lucky to have had him lucky to have experienced what we got to experience and I always had this phrase that your grief is part of you so let's work together so I always used to envisage this grief monster that lives in the pit of your stomach and I'd imagine him like a bit like a, a herbal. <laughs> Sounds really gross, but if you were to scribble with a biro on paper and then put eyes on it, that's what this grief monster looks like. And he lives there always in the pit of your stomach and he can come out whenever he pleases. At the beginning, you're enemies. At the beginning, you're like, go away, I don't want you here. And then as time goes on, you come to realise that I've now got the love of two people I have the strength of two people. I have any characteristics that embodied my dad are now mine as well. And they're two times stronger because we're in it together. My grief is my dad. Therefore, I have this sense of fulfillment. I, I feel full. I feel content. I feel happy. So this song by Macklemore is called Glorious. And yeah, that's on, on a good day. This is how I feel. I do. I genuinely feel glorious. Yes, my mama told me never bow your head I feel glorious, glorious Got a chance to start again Oh that is what I'm talking about. That hits me in all the feels, but in the best way possible. I think it's the best night to end this podcast on because I know I've been a little bit doom and gloom, but time is a healer and the music is a healer and that song is just evidence of it. You know, it's like we're going to be all right. The world is up for grabs. The world is your oyster. People who have been bereaved know that life is short. And there's also the thing that's like, it's who I am. How could I forget? It comes full circle back to the photograph song. They're who I am. Like physically, I'm 50%. How could I forget that? It's ingrained. It's integral. It's, it's me. So don't worry about it, you know? And the final lyric that I really want to like part on is I heard you die twice once where they bury you in the ground and the second time is the last time somebody mentions your name that is the truest thing I've ever heard and this is why we need to talk about it this is why you need to hashtag share your story because that's how you keep them alive it's so important 
not only for other people but for you for your mental health for your well-being just to chat about it because then it becomes manageable it's accessible and this is exactly what we're trying to promote so you know i have a good grief playlist i will share it with you because you never know some lyrics hit deep some ones lift you up and just like i've proven in this podcast it is a roller coaster of emotions so yeah i'm gonna leave you on that um but yeah have a good one and thank you for listening yeah i don't know how to end this but thank you yeah it's been a deep one but thanks for coming along for the ride